Oh, hello! Welcome back to another episode of The Josh Potter Show. Tis I, Josh Potter, of course. Some people are still like, you don't have to say that! You could just show up when you clicked on it. I'm, I'm an old dog. I don't know any new tricks, all right? Anywho, December 22nd, 23rd. I believe that's this week coming up here, right? Because this comes out, yeah, mm-hmm. all right, good. Yeah, I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York. Tickets are on sale, obviously. Go to my Instagram at J, or Josh underscore Potter on Instagram, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Buy the tickets. There you'll find also, I am going to be at the Nightcap in Burbank, California, doing a little show on my birthday, and lots of friends will be coming to do sets on that. Annie Letterman, Chase O'Donnell, Hormoz Rashidi, and now maybe this guest here, as I just found out, Sarah Weinshank, everybody. Hi, yes, Hi. I will be there on January 13th, confirmed. Confirmed. Confirmed, baby. She's on the list. I'm on the bill, baby. The question is, are you? So buy tickets, you can find them in my bio, all of that. Sarah, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on This Bitch Podcast every Monday and on Shank Podcast every Wednesday. Ooh, and you're going to be on the road coming up, aren't you? And Don't you have road dates? Safe? Yes, this is coming out. When does this come? Next tu- or Tuesday. Okay, tomorrow, the 21st of December, I'm going to be at Brea Improv with Kim Congdon. Go buy tickets if you haven't. We're co-headlining. Then January 6th, we're coming to Austin. Yeehaw. We're doing this bitch Yeehaw. live. <laughs> we're doing this bitch live, and we're co-headlining. And then Yuma, Arizona at the end of January so for tickets for all of that at princess shank thank you thank you thank you thanks for being here my little roaches yeah there's a reason i wanted sarah to come in and i'm not going to belabor this whole hinge thing okay i'm not going to talk about it every week but i talked about (laughs) it last week and so many people reached out and had their advice okay because i had just started my hinge profile because my therapist made me my therapist used it as homework which homework from therapy, by the way, makes me not want to do it anymore. Homework from therapy? My my therapist gives me homework, too, sometimes. Yeah, it's, uh, hey, I'm paying a lot of money here. I don't For need this to, homework. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like college. I'm like, I sort of want to rebel and not do the homework because it's like, well, this is my money. I'll do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, That's how that, I did it in college. But then, then at the end of the day, you're just shorting yourself. All right. That's what's fucked up about what it. What is this therapy over here? Uh, all of a sudden. Yeah, I'll be your therapist. <laughs> yeah. At Princess Shank, I'll examine all your minds. Come through. Come through, <laughs> all you sick daddies. <laughs> I did get an email about my Hinge profile from uh, a person. And okay. uh, you can send emails, by the way, Show at gmail.com. And uh, it says, hey, man, just a little tweak for your Hinge profile here. Uh, let's make sure we're on the same page about prompt. Because what I, I'll show you in a second, I okay. put mine as sleep. I want to be on I the like same that. page about sleep. I like that. That's important. I like a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And I hope you do too. <laughs> finger guns. Yep. I wish they had a finger guns <laughs> emoji I could put in there. It says here, change sleep to naps. Sleep makes you sound lazy, but everybody loves naps. You could even use siestas. 
Do not use siestas. <laughs> Please do not use siestas. You're going to get canceled for cultural appropriation. Yeah, you're as like, a white what guy are you in Spain, in dude? Siestas in there? <laughs> get yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that. We can't be putting siestas in no, our profile. No, we cannot. No. Let's have, I like tapas and siestas come through. So, yeah, f- siestas. I'm not going to put that in there. It says if, it says <laughs> if you want to sound worldly. I think it makes me sound racist is really what think, it does. Yeah. I think it makes you, it's forced. Yeah, I'll You're be like. like uh, I like siestas and pupusas come through. Like, no. But if you have any advice, joshpottershow at gmail.com is where you can send it. I'd appreciate it a great deal. I, uh, I want to share, and I'll give Rob like a video screen grab of my profile so he can show it while we're talking about it. But okay. I wanted to share my hinge profile with you okay and you can tell me what my prompts if they're good or if they're bad i suppose i don't know how to do this all right let's see so here's my profile in my pictures as well you can judge them there's a picture of like me with like frank castillo in here (laughs) does frank castillo know that he's made it to to my profile sorry if this is not enough slack so scroll away okay give me your first now there's a thing on hinge for those who don't know these prompts and i think they're all terrible Okay. And there's really no way to win with these okay. prompts. Okay, your photos are all good. We like all the photos that you've chosen. I do think it's weird that in the photo with Frank, he's in the middle when it's your profile. <laughs> like, I'm starting to be like, is this, is who's, which one is he? Well, that's true. I did get confused. With, someone came up to me at the comedy store one night and was like, good set. And I'm like, what? And they thought I was Frank. And I was like... I <laughs> know you gotta yeah, yeah yeah I think it's weird that Frank's front and center in the photo yeah I think that one was like a slip up when that, I picked I, it and then I didn't know how to get rid of it but it shows that you have friends which is good that's always something yeah you know that's more than most sure okay so let's see the written prompts let's make sure we're on the same page about sleep I love it and I hope you do too <laughs> and then he puts <laughs> the thank you emoji <laughs> I hope you do that's a prayers his emojis are bad, I think, probably. I should delete that. I like emojis. Okay. As a dumb bitch over here. <laughs> <laughs> the more emojis, the better. <laughs> okay. So no thoughts on that. Mm, I love sleep. I hope you do, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a winner. Okay, I good. mean, No one's like. But I yet. also, <laughs> no one else has agreed that that's a winner. No, I mean, Also, I'm like, also single. So I like, want an adventurous uh, so-and-so, and I'm like, well, X, not going to be that guy. I'm well, not. like, this is the thing, though. I'm also a sleep person. Yeah, no, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm looking for a sleep You know person. that I've missed events due to sleep. <laughs> we do know this. I've been known to sleep through one set or 12 sets. Sarah <laughs> slept through a set at Skankfest. Siesta. To the point Sarah where, siesta yeah. at Skankfest. <laughs> to the point where it prompted a wellness check by the staff of the festival. <laughs> Mama was just catching some Z's. Yeah, the, what, what did you say? The blackout curtain got to Mama. <laughs> the blackout curtain took Mommy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mommy right, versus going. blackout curtain. Where does, okay, where does gift I have given or received? I told this story on your mom's house live, and I thought I'd put it in my prompts. I found a smoking baby Jesus ornament at a truck stop and gave it for our white elephant game. My cousin wife got it. <laughs> She's wait, hold on. She's still mad at me. Yeah, you spelled mad wrong. What did I write? Made at me. Oh boy, now I sound like a real fucking R word. You want on me? This to, do you want, you want me to yeah, go yeah. ahead Can and you edit that? Thank yeah. You. Now, I, of course, I'm not getting any matches. Like this guy's an R. Okay, ornament drugs. I gave it to my cousin's wife. Do you want an apostrophe on cousins? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> is there not, I, is it not on there? Yeah, it's not. Oh, well, yeah, put it in there. I'm trying to get Punch you a literate, a literate hoe. Oh, that's why I haven't gotten any. I mean, here's the thing about Hinge, too. And I did. Mm-hmm. I called this. I snuffed this out right away. I said when I went on there, the first, like, series of likes yeah. were all gorgeous women of great stature, it seemed, you know. like <laughs> Stature. Meaning, like, they had cool <laughs> jobs, you know. Yeah, okay. It was really upper crust. And then, you know, after the r- one round of likes, you're like, oh, I used all my likes already. I don't think I've used all my likes since because now I'm in the bowels of Hinge and uh, it is really throwing me some. I'm like, oh my god, what is? I mean, and this is what Hinge thinks of me. So they're giving, they're like, hey, you're gonna, you and this girl are gonna go get on great. And I'm like, oh my lord, is this what I have to accept the reality of the fact that I have to like really lower myself? No, you don't have to lower yourself. Well, not okay, but I will say, here's the thing. I don't even know that I'm lowering myself. I have to lower my own brain. And here's the thing, folks. I have <laughs> yeah, shitty okay. I have shitty self-esteem as it is. Okay. And I still think I could do better than this, you know, than the ones that they're given. No, trust me. I I also have questionable self-esteem and some of these fucking things that come washing upon my shore, <laughs> I say, "What the fuck, Hinge?" Yeah, it's I like say- fishing and then pulling out like a license plate or like a, <laughs> yeah. an old tire yeah. or something and yeah. uh, I'm just over there you know like X X X and then there's one where it just breaks you down to the point where you're like okay I guess this one because the other ones have been so triteful and I'll go with this one here and then you get it and it's like alright I guess I'll match with this person I don't know okay but this is this right. would catch my attention Oh, oh, oh. I geek out on sports See, for me, that's I'm what like, I wrote, right? Yeah, yeah. I apologize in advance. That shows some level of self awareness, which we like. I am self aware of this. And I put in there also something else a date you said, prompt. You did. You said, let me know if you're going, if, no, you're, into if going, you're into going, into going the Kings versus Sabres game on Sabres. Two. <laughs> uh, see? The Sabres. <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to go take a siesta. Um, <laughs> I'm from Buffalo and this comes to town. Okay, yeah, I like that you included a date. That made yeah. that made it more bearable. The whole sports pitch that made it more bearable. Yeah, well, I yeah, mean, I gotta yeah. put it. I like this is what I said last time too. This is good. I don't even this have to is, hold this anymore. It fits your. Per- I think it's good. Thank you. And I said to people back uh, last time, I was like saying when I was thinking of these prompts, they're not advertisements for me. They're more like disclaimers on me. That's the way I see them. Yeah. No. When I'm writing them, I think it's good to include a disclaimer or or three. Now I wrote down some other <laughs> prompts here, and you can maybe maybe if I want to add more. Okay. You can give me a good direction here. Okay, let's let's do it. Do you it. remember any of yours off the top of your head? You don't. You didn't even fill any out. I don't think I filled any out on Hinge. You have just but, no but information Ra- about it. <laughs> yes. But on Raya, you've got. Prompts. On Raya, I have a whole little thing that I wrote. See Raya, I had Rai Dune and. Uh, Nikki Glazer and one other person I can't remember recommend like say like you know whatever that is like recommend refer me, you refer yeah. me for Raya and still nothing I'll refer you oh it doesn't matter they don't care they do not want me They're I like, think they nope. want you they want the Roach King himself they do not Dude, Raya's not ready for the Roach <laughs> Raya baby goes, uh, maybe some other time <laughs> no. never so do they have prompts like these where they you choose these questions and then you go about it um they just have a bigger like paragraph for your bio so mm. then i write the things that i'm into which include like pajamas 
<laughs> we're really exciting people. He's into, he's looking for sleep. Well, and I, I need to make that known. I need it to be known that there will be days where I don't emerge from, from the, the cocoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From there the will cocoon be days. that is your room. Couple of days on a, during a week. But where so, I don't... what is that? Is that depression? Well, that's what I'm saying on there. Basically, is that I suffer from depression. That's the way that I say it on my Hinge profile. You're getting involved Sleep, with someone I who love is it. depressed. Look. <laughs> yeah, that's Sleep. why I don't say naps either. You know, because naps would <laughs> indicate that they are probably short in length. I don't do short naps. <laughs> I sleep. I sleep about I depression sleep. Yeah, I depression sleep for the whole while the sun's up, basically. The sun up to the sun down. At nighttime I'm like a kitten. I'll jump around the walls and be bouncing around. Oh, no. but... You should write this. <laughs> you ever get it I mean you ever have like stay at someone's house who has like a new kitten and they're like at nighttime they're like you don't see them throughout the whole day. Then at night, you just hear them like. No. I've eliminated those people from my life. I mean, this those is back who in have college. Kittens. But I, I'll never forget. Just <laughs> no. like at nighttime, the kittens are like crazy. You know, they're bouncing on the walls and shit. You're trying to sleep on the couch, and it's like jumping on your head and shit. Yeah, that's the way I am at night. And then the sun comes up, and I'm like, I'm tired, and I'll sleep all the day. It is a way to say I'm depressed <laughs> on Hinge. It is. But boy, oh boy, you know what else is depressing? I've noticed about it. What? When you're xing along, you know. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. Nope. Nope. Wait, Not then, good enough for me. Well, then Hinge runs <laughs> out of sub. people, and then it comes up with that little like Hinge hourglass We're where they the... have to go find. They're like, "Well, hell!" And then they have to go <laughs> look through the. So they have to go lift some other curtain and fucking Hinge and take you over to that area. <laughs> They're like, "Really? None of these?" Let's see what's under this fucking curtain here, you know? And they pull it up. The worst for me is when they encourage you to buy more. Oh, it's always doing And then that to you me. buy more and then you don't match you don't like any of those. And then I'm like, now I just paid for more trash people and I haven't connected with any of them. That's the thing. It's like, do you want to buy more likes? I don't even use the ones you give me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you give me some more people first, you fucking crazy app? So I thought I'd write down a few prompts that were okay. cringeworthy and maybe you can answer them and I'll try to answer them as well. Okay. A shower thought I'd had recently. I see. This is why I didn't fill in the prompt. I know they're fucking gay. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> they're I feel gay. really embarrassed about the shower thought. Well, I mean, were you going to tell the real one? What is your shower thought? Say the real one. And like, I'm already out of hot water. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my funny. real shower. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's funny. I write a lot of jokes in the shower. I'll stand there. You don't want to hear the depths of my shower thoughts, though. That is like peeling open an onion that you just don't want to get into. The shower thoughts are the worst. I mean, that's where every all the thoughts happen. That's like my Professor X wheelchair or whatever. You know when he goes into that thing? When he sits in the wheelchair and puts that helmet on? Cerebro. Cerebro. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, it's like my cerebro in the shower. I just, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm never going to share that. The showers where I'm the most psycho. Yeah, okay, I'm going to tell everyone that. I already said I'm depressed in mine. It's a manifesto. Your the, shower thought is just yeah. like a manifesto. It really is. If you were to like take the words out of my shower thoughts, you'd be like, is this Ted Kaczynski? Who wrote this? <laughs> the dorkiest thing about me. Are you looking at me? Well, I'm or saying you... if you were to answer this prompt, what would you answer it as? The dorkiest thing about me? You're like, there's nothing dorky about me. What? How dare you? The dorkiest thing about me. Mm -hmm. How would you answer that? 
This I is love another bow one of those ties. disclaimer ones. I love bow ties. Is that dorky? Oh, that's That cute. feels dorky. That's cute, though. You could put that in there. Okay. The dorkiest thing about me, I already shared it, is the sports, the autism for sports that I have. The you enthusiasm. can just reiterate that you realize that you have, you're on the sports like, spectrum. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my enthusiasm and autism for sports would be my dorkiest thing about me. It's and then actually, in parentheses, go Bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hashtag. You know what sucks is... Yeah, Sabres. You know Sorry, what blows I fucked is, it up. Uh, I no, fucked it up. What, what is the name of their team? Sabres. That was adorable. Sabres. A saber is a sword. Get me to a siesta. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's making me realize with all of these answers, though, that I have a really two-dimensional personality. Yeah. You know? There's really not much going on here. Yeah, that's and, not uh, true. That's not true. <laughs> no, I mean, there it is, though. And it's like I have to advertise... How there's, I mean, like working on myself. Am I supposed to say that in there? My most uh, irrational fear. I'm gonna put that on there. <laughs> My most irrational fear. That's like, I don't know, uh, the end of the world. I mean, what is the? Is that irrational or is that to me that's are, a normal fear? All to, of mine are pretty rational. I'm driving around expecting the apocalypse every day, sweetie. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. I'm hoping a comet's about to strike. But it does raise red flags. With, when you read other people's prompts. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. An irrational fear. Like, let's see. Yeah, think of one that's like even... If you saw any guy write an irrational fear, what answer would be acceptable to you? Literally none. Exactly, because every irrational are, fear... Hinge is like, setting you up. Yeah, that is a setup question. Hinge is trying to make men pussies right you're not you, it's not even a matter of being vulnerable when you say irrational fear it's like what irrational are you irrational bugs fear. Like, what, what, kind what, of, <laughs> what kind of mental illness do you have it's like irrational fear the sound of someone eating a banana let's see it let's stuff like that like stuff that doesn't make sense that's not even an irrational fear that's just like a pet peeve you, yeah you just like made irrational, irrational fear this is like, and I judge everything, and I know that I'm judgy, and I'm like, whatever, but like, so I just pulled one up, right? Yeah. I'm looking for, this is what a woman wrote in her thing. I'm looking for someone who can make me feel secure, safe, listen to, confident, sexy, someone I can trust and communicate with me. Well, yeah. But also, why don't you start doing that like, for yourself first, bitch, before you start? <laughs> you you can't depend on the person you're with to make you feel sexy. Because if a, you're dependent on that person, there might be days when he's not feeling you. And yeah. then you still need to feel sexy. You can't just hinge your entire self-worth onto the your partner. This is fucking... She's that's a laundry red list. red flag, sweetie. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's like a X. laundry list of things where I go, well, I... I I don't even want to have coffee with this person because I don't even know that I can do one of those things. <laughs> you like X. My, ha- my, I'm just reading these without. I'm literally going through I them. Need voice notes off the top of my dome here. Okay. I'm not even like screening these, and they're already my happy places. Watching a new, this is the first thing they say. My happy places. I go. I don't want anyone talking about happy places. I don't know what unless, I want at unless all. Unless it was happy place was. Bed. Bed or being like uh, Stage. Ralph Olsen Stadium. Uh, my happy place is <laughs> the watching. Field. No, but here's the thing. You said stage. I would never. I know. Be like my happy, happy place, place is, is the stage. stage. I know. Oh. I know. I mean, fuck off. I know. So this person wrote, my happy place is watching a new movie at the theater, probably with popcorn and a cherry Coke. That's like, oh, it's so cute, but I just can't stomach you. 
It's too cute. Yeah, it's something. It's like I can't even trust you at all. I feel, yeah, it's like. You have a sense of innocence to you, which I don't trust. This person works talent relations in television, though. Okay, well, then you might be having a, a cherry Coke at the theater <laughs> with her. <laughs> this is another one I see all the time. We're the same type of weird if. Well, if we're not, then I'm not going to be clicking on that. You know what I mean? If we're not the same type of weird, you're just weird then. Yeah. Same with me. I'm never going to fill that out in hope. I guess that's a way to weed people out or whatever. Uh, ugh, ugh, ugh. This person wrote, we're the same type of weird if you look to... Or you like to look for pictures of food at a restaurant before you go eat there. <gasps> Me and her. I wish all the menus had pictures, like at IHOP. She she wishes every menu was a was a photo menu. Yeah. Like at IHOP. Like at IHOP is what it says. No. There. Don't use IHOP as the prime example. Oh my lord. This girl's like at IHOP. Let's see what she has to say for My herself. most irrational fear. That was her first thing. Okay, what? Live slash dead fish. <laughs> what do you mean? It just Li- says she doesn't live like slash dead fish. So any fish, I suppose. This she doesn't like any fish. She doesn't like them alive. She doesn't like them dead. So you don't want to go snorkeling with this hoe, or to a sushi restaurant for that matter. No sushi. No snorkeling no and sushi. Su- we're never gonna listen. That is safe to say. I'm never gonna go snorkeling with you unless we're like in Hawaii or some crazy shit. But okay, uh, okay. So she might be it for you. Oh no, she went away. When they go away and you thought that maybe there was a connection. Then it's like this other thing. Send a rose instead. How about you get off my sack? How about, Hinge. okay, yeah. Also, Hinge wants me to send a rose. I'm not sending a rose to, to a, a man. Dude? Get out of town. <laughs> dude. Well, I appreciate your help with that. And I uh, I also, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. We're going to do another news dump like we did with Jeremiah because we're, we're house cleaning here at the end of 2022 and we're gearing up. It's our final news dump. I'm, I'm throwing this pack it into the trash can or the shredder or the incinerator after this program uh he needs so we're to get going rid of this get, packet yeah and sarah's been up my butt about this packet she's he's like been, are you a lawyer what are you doing he's here? been carrying it around like he's preparing for a litigation i mean i am i'm preparing for the <laughs> news but before we do that we have some sad somber sports news to get to and there was a time I uh, knew this man through proximity, just basically being the producer of a radio show that he would call into frequently, uh, had his phone number, always a colorful character, R.I.P. Mike Leach, head coach of Mississippi State previously of Washington State and of Texas Tech. I'll never forget uh, watching Michael Crabtree haul in that pass back in the day, back in, oh, what was it, oh, eight, something like that. Nevertheless, RIP, this man, Sarah, mm-hmm. always had something unique to say. And I don't have the uh, list in front of me here, Rob, uh, anywhere do I, the list of the clips, but I have it on my phone here, so I'll pull it up. The first, uh, we have like a, a bunch of them here. This is the kind of thing he would say about uh, whether or not how to keep his players, you know, on task, you know. We failed uh, 
to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little no. girlfriends have some obvious advantages. For one thing, their no. fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how, uh, how easy it's going to be. I want to be someone's fat little girlfriend. <laughs> I'll lie to you, baby. Just bring me a grilled cheese. Yeah, I'd love to have a fat little girlfriend. Uh, they're giving me some hinges, giving me plenty of those options. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> FLGs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little uh, on the larger side, uh, but that's okay. Hey, I'm not discriminatory about size. So I'm not, I don't take umbrage with hinge for giving me those. Next up, we have. Uh, a little clip of him explaining how they got beat. The entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money and all we wanted to do was have pouty expressions on our face until somebody daubed our little tears off and made us feel better. And then, uh, you know, then we'd go out there and try harder once, once, uh, you know, once our mommies told us we were okay. I love that he makes like a little point. Look at this little sound. By this is by the way, uh, Mike Leach learning what dabbing is. You know, dabbing. Like yeah, 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 yeah. He goes. It sounds like a tr- uh, a tremendous amount of fun. So it's like sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just such an uh, his brain works in such perfect ways, and he actually like he'll go on those tangents like he just did about like using the analogy of getting punched in the face and having your mom telling you it's okay or whatever he gets on these tangents and sometimes i forget what is i think he forgets what his initial point was to begin with but he also talks about odd things like here's him talking about aliens you know um on earth they say oh well we're the only ones we're i mean really why have you been to the other planets have you checked out the other planets and they just asked him probably something like what's the offensive scheme against uh (laughs) (laughs) he just he's telling alien stories about uh i mean he has so many uh, he's a man of many many interests here take a look at this clip piracy is just one of many subjects leech researchers in his free time the full list is like a personal card catalog to his mind let's see whales bears uh, no whales grizzly bears chimpanzees sharks australia daniel boone there isn't really a specific way to do the tango geronimo no i always leads apache indians in general just overall Wyatt Earp, I don't like to dance. Doc Holliday, because I'm self-conscious. Kind of gravitating a little towards uh, Vikings and George Washington. Went through a little bit of a Napoleon phase. I love him. I wish he wasn't dead. Don't you wish you had, like, half of those interests? Like, anything that just makes... I mean, like, I get, I sit here, I'm saying, like, I'm two-dimensional. I wish I had a hinge profile that sounded like Mike Leach's interests. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking encyclopedia stuff. Yeah, he's he's sitting on a lot of facts. I wonder if he was always this curious of a person. Like curiosity is something, uh, an attribute that I always find to be something that I am jealous that I don't have. You're not curious. I am not curious. You don't. You give no fucks. No questions I, coming from Potter. People bring things up, and I go, "Huh, that's interesting." But I don't go home and then start reading about things. You know. No, I'd have to be really interested in it to go home and start reading about it. Yeah, I mean, like... It'd have to be, like, an STD that I had for I, me to go home and research. <laughs> I wish I had more curiosity. What is? What are you laughing at, Rob? A future clip? Uh, no, I'm laughing at the Wyoming childhood friends remember a legendary college football coach, Mike Leach, and they're telling a story about a practical joke that they played on somebody in high school. 
in the Mike 19- Leach played on Mike, somebody? Mike Leach played on somebody. What on was somebody. it? Says uh, we had. He says he was quite a practical joker. Siddle said, who was a friend of his. We did some pranks together. They'll never forget this one. We had a friend who was brilliant and a valedictorian of our of our class, but not much of a ladies' man. Siddle said. So we set up a thing at the ski resort in Cody, and he was pretty disappointed when he figured out it was us and not a beautiful girl that he was meeting up there. So they tricked this guy to go into the top of a mountain. Oh my god! They catfished their own. They friend? They catfished their their <laughs> nerd friend. That's so cool. <laughs> What a cool thing to do to somebody. Uh, it's a different time, though, you know? Catfishing wasn't so prominent, and it wasn't so, you know, you didn't know of it happening so often, and you didn't know the repercussions that it could have. Meanwhile, this What guy, are the repercussions of catfishing? Oh, I mean, you could really fuck somebody up, you know? Emotionally? Emotionally. You know, you can make them less trusting. You know, look at all the people on that television show. They're all... They're all off. And then they go like, you know, they show them three months later and they're like, I'm really working on myself. You know, they have to go through therapy in order to like get over the situation. But back then, you know, I'm sure it was more difficult to catfish people. People, yeah, because online dating has to be what right. encouraged catfish. I mean, it definitely, you could maybe have it be where it's like you meet a girl and then she lives somewhere far away and your friends continue the ruse of that girl. So you think you're talking to her the whole time, you know? Yeah, that's sad. It's dark, indeed. Yeah, that that's that, that is sad. Catfishing is sad. Well, let's bring it to a lighter note. <laughs> Another here hot is takes. Uh, Mike Leach talking about, uh, you know, just a nice another analogy for battling on the field. Wyoming, you can camp anywhere. Yeah, uh, probably just uh, being together with all the guys, and then uh, pine cone wars. We'd split up and have pine cone wars. And- <laughs> And that was always a great deal. Pine cone war breaks out. You don't really have any choice but to engage in it. I mean, there's not, there's no neutral countries in pine cone wars. Oh, see, so that was him talking about growing up in Wyoming, like we just said. So he would take go out with his friends to the woods, and they'd have pine cone wars. That is. Imagine a simpler time before phones, before the internet. Pine cone wars. Did you do anything weird when you were a kid? Yeah, I used to collect moths. And I used to think that they were butterflies, and I'd put them in a Tupperware. With <laughs> would they be alive? Yes. Or would they, would they, would... they would be alive. My sister and I would go outside and collect moths, and we thought that I thought that they were butterflies, and then I put them in this Tupperware, poke holes in the Tupperware, so the butterfly breathe. could breathe. And it didn't breathe good, did it? No. I put it it in there with like like a sprig of lavender. It's just a dying moth. So would you be like one of those people that would- I don't know. It sounds so dark. A sprig of lavender? (laughs) Would you put them in a book afterwards with the pins? You know how people do that? No, no, no. No. Not if they were dead, you know, like they do taxidermy of butterflies and stuff I've seen. No. Which is so morbid. By the way, look what used to be free. Well, what's I don't understand the like difference in a child who's like ripping the legs and the wings off of bugs, where they go like that's a sign of they're going to be a murderer, and then (laughs) and then someone who grows up and is like a scientist and is like no, they just pin dead butterflies to a board and then show them off in a museum. I mean, what's the difference? I don't know. The first red flag would probably be the fact that. Why was I collecting moths? It's as funny a that little they weren't girl. butterflies, by the way. They were moths. You were like, Yeah, they are butterflies. <laughs> How would you catch them? Would you use a light? I would just grab them by their wings. How? 
I would walk up to them. They'd be on a flower. Well, where were you? Oh, they were on a flower? Okay. Moss on a flower? Yes, there was like these. Okay, so my parents had like this grape, this grapevine thing that grew in the backyard. And there used to be these like winged looking moth things. They weren't butterflies. but they, And they would be on the flower. And I would go, grab them by their wings, put them in a Tupperware. <laughs> you would just pluck them out of the air. Yeah, my sister would do it too. Insane. I love That's it. You gotta, so put that in a, you gotta put that I'm in not, a hinge I'm not prompt. putting that in a prompt. Uh, I'll be alone for forever. Little known fact about me, dot, dot, dot. I used to catch moths. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to put all these things in your hinge profile. <gasps> used to be a moth catcher. <laughs> not even with like a net. You'd pluck them out of the air and throw them in a Tupperware. <laughs> and then they die. Weird. I poke holes in the Tupperware. I love that. I love it so much. Well, she is quirky. You're an expert on this next subject. Mm-hmm. Mike Leach talks about Bigfoot. Oh no! You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. The reason I don't think there is because we found bones of dinosaurs and everything else, but we haven't found bones that I've heard of of Bigfoot. Can you refute that? Um, why are you asking? Because I, because I one time fucked a Bigfoot fanatic. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, I was asking, like, maybe in your conversations, you actually can go like, well, no, that's not true, Mike Leach. We have no, because found bones when Bigfoot. Bigfoot came up in conversation, I would disassociate, so <laughs> I would be unable to tell you my most anything about Bigfoot. I wonder what that press conference was because. He was talking about aliens in the same press conference as he was talking about Bigfoot. So it's curious to me, like, who were people bringing these things up or was he just going off the dome that day? Fringe science. Oh, I love you, Mike Leach. Here is Here he is talking about football and war. Oh. And you get to see those guys just go to war, you know, and and, uh, and it's got all the things that football entails. There's shouting, there's, there's blood, there's boogers, there's a whole thing. I mean, and there's... There's, there's spitting, there's fighting, there's ripped jerseys, there's uh, somebody grabbing somebody's throat. I mean, it's why you have football. Sounds hot. There's boogers? <laughs> well, not the boogers part. But when he the said rest. there's boogers, it took me out of it completely. Yeah, boogers is a weird thing to bring up in terms of... War. War and football, <laughs> frankly. All of it. <laughs> I think in f- terms of war, if you talk to a soldier, you know, I'm not one, but if you go back and you talk to a soldier about war, I think one of the few things that he one he would bring up is the boogers. I don't think he's bringing up boogers. I don't think he's bringing up boogers In either. terms of, like, bad memories, you know? The PTSD, I, you know, I'd like to hear from a therapist perhaps and ask them people they've dealt with who have PTSD from the war. I don't think they're going the boogers. And then he shot out a snot rocket. All of the boogers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the real rockets. I think that they have more (laughs) of a concern about. Yeah. Oh, here's a a clip of Mike Leach doing some weather reporting. They had him on the news. I also found out which, which um, press conference this was. This is a press conference from 2017 in which uh, students are able to ask student question of the week. Oh, that's and, fun. And somebody did ask about Bigfoot, and he uh, and somebody else asked about aliens, so he decided to talk about both of them at the same time. That's great. Good good, good for Mike Leach. But here we are, him doing a, a weather report. They had him on the local news, you see, in front of the old screen. My favorite weather pattern happens to be uh, when it rains mud. Dust comes through. Rain on top of it, it rains mud. This weather report here, what do I know? I'm a football coach. I suggest you go out and do what I do. Get out of bed, go outside. Then you know. 
She's basically <laughs> saying, fuck this job. Go outside and see for yourself what the weather is. I like it. And him. he likes when it rains mud. Now, this last one, and it kind of brings it all back to the hinge aspect and the fact that we are on our phones a lot. This is Mike Leach. Back when he was coaching for Wazoo, so this is between the years of, well, I guess it could have been anywhere from 2012 to 2019, but I think it's kind of earlier on in his tenure there, and he talks about, you know, the kids using the phones. And I mean, ten, ten years from now, there ain't, ain't going to be anybody talk to anybody. You know, it's going to be this. You know, do you want to go out on a date with me? I don't know. What do you look like? Well, I look kind of like this. Okay, well, what are your interests? Well, what do you think my interests are? Uh, looking into this thing and typing into this, just like yours are. Well, yeah, no kidding. That's what everybody's doing. Yeah, that's right, virtually everyone. Well, where do you want to go? Well, what difference does it make? Because all we're going to be doing is looking in this machine anyway. <clears throat> well, that's true. In the end, it's going to be tough to perpetuate this, uh, the species. There's no question about that. <laughs> well, we're going to enjoy looking in this box, and eventually we're all going to be extinct and die out. Well, that's how it ends, you know. He's not wrong. He's Oh, how profound, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Mike Leach. What a way to go out. But boy, oh boy. What a great man. R.I.P. I mean, how accurate is that? That was accurate. It made me feel sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want want you to feel sad. (laughs) Well, I'm on Prozac, so I'm only sort of sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm able to smile. There's levels to it. No, but I mean, what if he's right? We can't. I mean, people are saying. We had we had those chips just a couple of weeks ago with Justin Martindale, which is because people are having less sex today than they have ever had. Isn't that crazy? I believe it. It's the phones, my friend. It's the phones. Yeah, you can see you can see it all. Just yeah. go to Pornhub, baby. There's categories I didn't even know that the, the existed. Like what? Um, like the ones where people are getting fucked by like machines. Oh, you didn't know that those were a thing? No. I mean, I knew those from Howard Stern days, the machines, because no. he would bring women in to have the machine fuck them on the radio. Oh, Howard. Yeah. Oh, oh, Howard. Let me tell you what I'm going to do to you. That's how he would do it. And then he would like turn on the machine and it'd be like. No. Yeah. Or there would be the Sibian. What's a Sibian? That's like a saddle that vibrates and women would just sit on it and he would like turn the volume up or down. And now he's, you know, not doing any of that shit. But he's like a fucking old lady now. He's like 75 years old. Yeah, he just interviewed uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, right? So that's kind of shit that he's doing now. Yeah. He but didn't hey, put Bruce on a vibrating saddle. No, I mean, that would have been, I would have watched that shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch Bruce what Springsteen. What other porn come. hubs uh, have you discovered in your later life? Um, In the twilight of your... I don't really, I don't really stray from the categories that I like. Oh, okay, but you, I thought you had just accidentally stumbled upon. No, it. like there just seems to be a lot more categories than I ever remember. Well, sure, yeah. No, Although, I don't even know what some of these are for or who they're for. They get very niche now. That's for sure. It's very specific. Very specific indeed. Why don't we, by the way, yeah, get into our news dump? Are you excited to read some news? Yes, stories? I love I picked, reading. News I handpicked them for you. You did. Should I yeah. read them? Oh, yeah, we're going to get into it. Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by Rocket Money. And I got to tell you, 
I started uh, getting untethered when it came to my subscriptions that I have for apps and various streaming services and things like that. I started paying less attention, and now I don't even know where I stand sometimes. Well, thank God Rocket Money came along because, boy, oh, boy, now I'm starting to find out how much money I was truly spending every month on these things and half the stuff I don't even use. So Rocket Money cleared it up right away, and I found out from them that uh, Americans typically— think that they're spending around 80 bucks a month on subscriptions when the actual total turns out to be closer to like over $200 a month. That's crazy. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Like I just said, I came across something. I'm like, I don't even know what this app is. And I signed up for something $3 a month. Get it out of here. That's why we love Rocket Money, my friend. Informally, they've been known as Truebill. You might have heard of that. But the app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels whatever ones you don't want. It's real quick and easy. It gives you a list. You're like, holy hell, that one? I'm, I'm signed up for that? Get rid of that right now. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you don't know or you didn't even know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. So to cancel a subscription, you just press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Easy. Simple. So go, get rid of the useless subscriptions right now with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash potter. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash potter. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash potter. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? It's up to you. You go first. I'll go first. All right. I'm excited because this first story, it involves a real idiot woman. (laughs) Okay. And this one was from Daniel Bignault. I believe is how you say it. Big Nolt or Binolts. I'm not sure. It says Ashley Hollinsworth, 23, was arrested after the baby that she had was taken to Mountain View Hospital in Las Vegas at 12.16 a.m. The Las Vegas Review Journal reported she was charged with suspicion of attempted murder and child abuse. According to Hollingsworth's arrest report, the father of the child told Las Vegas police that the baby was born at home and that the mother refused to enter a hospital. According to police, Hollingsworth was located more than two hours later with severe injuries to her head and was bleeding profusely. Investigators discovered that Hollingsworth had given birth in a toilet approximately an hour before they were called to the hospital, according to the television station. According to the police report, she had wrapped uh, wrapped a blanket around the baby's head and was pushing the blanket against the baby's face. While the hospital police said uh, she continuously talked about uh, prophecies and other religious ideations. Uh, While speaking with detectives on Monday, a witness said that she reportedly said there was something evil in her stomach and it was trying to kill her. Hollingsworth later told police in an interview (laughs) that she believed the baby was most likely evil. After seeing the baby's eyes, smelling what she described as an abnormal scent, and the baby was grunting at her, Ashley decided to wrap wrap a blanket around the baby's head. Police arrested her on Wednesday. She's being held without bail and will appear in court next week, according to a television station. That sounds like a bad acid trip. Maybe that's what it's like having a baby. What if she wasn't? <laughs> what if she wasn't wrong? What <gasps> if it was the spawn evil, of Satan? An evil. Well, what happened to her eyes? Yeah, what happened to her is what I want to know on that one. What does it say in the caption there? It says self-inflicted injuries. 
Oh, so she was just <laughs> banging her fucking head against she, the wall? She told police she was, quote, beat up by a rock, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> she threw a rock at her own eyes. <laughs> was beat up by a rock. I mean, there is some evil happening within her body that would lead her to do these two things, and it's very terrifying. It's I don't think that's the end of the scary. day. scary. Yeah, look at her face. I mean, if this woman was like walking into the hospital, what would you think? I think she should be walking into a psych ward. <laughs> 5150 her ass. Also, it's like there was a husband in this story, and he's just like not noticing any of this. Uh, like she's not like think. I mean, she was obviously pregnant for, you know, I would assume somewhere near nine months. I hate the story of the woman going to the bathroom. All of a sudden there's a baby. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, this is old. This this doesn't happen. People How... don't just go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden come out with a baby. Exactly. Like this woman doesn't, see, she seems quite petite. And I would think, okay, I could I could maybe fathom if you are, what weight do you think? I would say 400-ish pounds. In that case, maybe you don't notice you're pregnant if you're that fat. Do you know what I'm if saying? If you're that fat. Right. But if you are of a normal size, how can you just be like, I thought I ate a burger. Yeah. And that was <laughs> yeah. weird. I thought it was a bad burger that I ate. And now all of a sudden there's a baby in this <gasps> and toilet. And it's evil. And, and yeah. it's evil. <laughs> there's a baby and it's evil, dude. Oh, uh, there's an abnormal smell. Yeah, it's your insides coming uh, out of you. Uh, I'm, uh, sure, I'm every... sure afterbirth doesn't smell great. Thank you. Yeah, she. I, you know what afterbirth smells like, lady? <laughs> no, the scent of afterbirth. <laughs> ew. ew. I'm sure Gwyneth Paltrow has made a candle about it uh, Oh, somewhere. my God. Afterbirth. Uh, what is yeah. that, what does that say? Are you looking up? What you like, I'm just looking up. No, I'm oh. just looking up other articles about to see if there's any other. Because this is from April, so unless you work in a maternity ward or like delivering babies, you're not like ah that familiar afterbirth. That is so gross. The scent of afterbirth in a candle potter. I can't let that go. I mean, ugh, we, that I'm is. I'm sure they exist. Ugh. Afterbirth is what? Just blood and stuff and pus? It's probably just smells oh, wait, like that. Wait, did you Google what does afterbirth smell like? Ew, I'm leaving. <laughs> Some describe it as musty, metallic, sour, or stale. Oh, ew, that, ew, that ew, was, ew, That could ew. lead a woman to think that that's <laughs> evil smell coming out of her. <laughs> what was it? Musty, stale? Musty, metallic, metallic sour, or stale? But sour. The word sour, really. I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving this podcast. I don't want to think about the sour scent of afterbirth. I don't know how we got here. How the, the fuck did we get to the sour scent of... Oh, it's called... What's this? The street name for it? <laughs> what is that? How do you say that? What is... Lachia. Okay. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Pronunciation. I mean, we don't need to go into the... Yeah, no, I on... need to know. I need to you, know. You're going... You. Well, yeah, because I'm about to... If I ever have a baby, I got to know what Lachia is. This is true. And now, by the way, the sour you do, when you do have a baby, <laughs> when you do have a baby, you'll know that that sour, metallic, musty <laughs> smell <laughs> is merely your afterbirth and not evil. That's not, not an evil. evil baby. This smells evil. <gasps> you can't be like, oh, no, am I having a demonic child? No, it's <laughs> that's just afterbirth. No, that's just afterbirth. <laughs> that's that's your, Lachia. That's your run-of-the-mill Lachia there. <laughs> Ew, ew, ew. Well, what do you say? You do a story now. Okay. Take that paper off the top there and do that one. 
Is Let's this see. all one story? No, nope, that's it right there. Just that one. For Just now. this one. No, okay. These are different ones. Ghosting a federal offense. If Ooh. you don't, <laughs> if you don't haul it back in the Philippines, you may soon be breaking the law. Ooh. Yeah. We should get that rule here. A legislator well, in is. the country wants to make ghosting someone someone there an emotional offense with penalties potentially including mandatory community service. Hey. Ghosting defined as when someone cuts off all forms of online and phone communication can activate the same pathways in the brain as physical pain. Uh, let me tell you, I know this firsthand. Have you been ghosted? Um, Yeah. Have you ghosted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ghost. yeah, yeah. I can't just ghost. I I can ghost. I I am fine with severing a tie and but, making it known that this is over and I, then leaving the situation. I try not to ghost people because I think it's bad to have bad ghosting karma because I wouldn't want someone to do that to me because it doesn't feel good. I've been ghosted. So do you want me to keep reading about what oh, it says? Oh, I was, yes. If oh, wait, more, well, yeah. what have you been ghosted? Oh, and it was, I was just saying like, here's what it could make someone feel. I mean, like it made me feel crazy. It does. It makes you feel crazy. And that's what this says. It says the ambi the ambiguity with ghosting is that there is no real closure between the parties concerned. And as such, it can be likened to a form of emotional cruelty and should be punished as an emotional offense because of the trauma it causes to the ghosted party. Yeah. Agreed. And here's the thing. I understand some people are like, oh, well, I don't owe you closure and that kind of thing. But here's the deal. It's just like, a common, I don't know, I, I would never be able to just completely like block someone off in every way and without they, an explanation, unless they got like completely psychotic. Unless they went completely psychotic. And then in which case I would have no problem blocking their ass. But right. okay, imagine like you're just on the side of the road picking up litter. It's like, what'd you do? I, go I ghosted. <laughs> yeah, I you're ghosted. doing community service because you're like, ah, I left that bitch on red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I got ghosted. Uh, there was a girl that I was like talking to via DMs. Okay. And we were sexting pretty heavily. Like I have so many videos of this girl to the point where it's like, I'm not get I wasn't getting catfished. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just video on, vi I mean, pictures, videos. A lot of multi, a cachet of multimedia to indicate that this person was real. And she lived in a certain city. I won't say which one. And she was like, let me know when you're in this city. So I was like, boom, this club has been wanting to get me there. So I set up a, a club gig, went there the day early so that we can meet up and hang out. And we had like that day. It's like, oh, I'm here. What time you want to meet up? I'll meet you at six. And then at like five fifteen, I noticed texts weren't being delivered. And then I was like, huh, interesting. Just wanted to see if you were on your way, that kind of thing. Not delivered, not delivered. Then I went over to Instagram just to be like, oh, maybe she hit me up on Instagram. Profile gone. No, no. And I'm like, huh. Trying to make a phone call. No. Snapchat gone, everything. That's fucking weird, dude. Just out of nowhere. And you know what it was? What? I figured it out. She what? had a boyfriend the whole time. And he must have either caught her or he had... These hoes ain't loyal. Or maybe she got cold feet at the end of the day. Dude, these hoes ain't loyal, Potter. Because I had called her out. I go, do you have a boyfriend? And she was like, no, 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 no. Because there was a guy in her, like, some of her pictures. And I was like, do you have a boyfriend? She goes, no, no, no. It was like an old thing. I'm like, all right. But either the guy... 
Either she got cold feet or the guy caught her in that final moment. To which I hope, you know, I hope if the guy caught you, I hope, you know, you're safe. That's all I'm saying. I hope you're just, I hope you're <laughs> safe. I wish I wish you didn't ghost me so I knew you were safe. That's all. I you wish said you me, didn't ghost me so I knew you were safe. She could have yeah, very well. I wish they all didn't ghost me so I knew that they were safe. I mean, she could have very well told me, hey, by the way, I, you know, it turns out I do have a boyfriend and I feel like an idiot, but I got to bail. And I can't do this. I would have been fine with that. I would have rathered that than be ghosted. By a mile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least own your relationship. Yeah. Or tell me what's going on. If you don't want to meet up, then fine. But just say something. Okay, question. Okay, so I matched with this guy on a dating app. And then when I asked him what his Instagram was, because I like to see what their Instagram is after I match with them on Hinge to get an idea for, like, who they are as a person. Like, is what they're saying. You don't want to flex your followers? No. Is what they're saying, like, the same as what they're showing on Instagram? I like to get that. Like, and do they look? I want to see pictures I just want to see like a full profile. All right, detective. Uh, what, yeah, I mean? <laughs> I'm fucking detective Shank coming through. Detective okay, Shank. I'm coming through. If you want me to suck that dick, I gotta see your Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think that's that crazy. No, not at all. Okay, so I go, hey, what's your Instagram? He says, not really interested in um, adding you to my Instagram since we've never met in person. And I say, do you have a wife? Yeah. And it's just been bothering me. And then I unmatched him. He has a wife. He's got a wife. He's got a girlfriend. Something. Yeah. Something's not right. I I heard uh, an episode of this bitch that you do with Kim Congdon. Yeah. And y'all talked about dating apps a little bit. And you talked about how many guys on there have wives and shit. Yes. It turns out you find out down the road. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Because it's like if you have a wife, I'm not judging one way or the other. But it's like, how do you have time for this nonsense if you have a wife? I barely have time for this nonsense, and I don't have a husband or a wife. I don't have a single soul in my (laughs) life, and I don't have time for this. And this is arduous and annoying. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's wild to me that some people are that big of psychos. But so you never got the—you unmatched him. And so does that count as a ghosting, do you think? That I unmatched him? No, it's not a ghosting. No. No. What ghosting, has been a ghosting scenario? Ghosting is I go out with someone, never talk to them again, cut all forms of communication. And so I've done, done that. So you've done that where you've like, once. where you're like, can we do this again sometime? And you're like, sure. And then you go inside and then you're like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the guy's like, where'd she go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 because when I went, the only person I've really ghosted, I think it was an equal ghost because I never heard from him and he never heard from me. <laughs> but he showed up to first date with a purse that was around the same size as my purse and it was threw me off completely did he wear it like over his shoulder yeah he wore it across his body and um oh my and we had like european carry-on it was like we had a very similar type of purse on to the point where i i clocked it and i was like okay are we wearing the same purse like what's happening here and then I never talked to him again, and he never talked to me again, so we equally ghosted each other. I wonder what in his mind, maybe he's like, I can't date a woman who has the same bag as me. Like, what's going on in his head? Well, what was in his purse? Did you ever find the contents of it? No, I didn't get. In, I didn't investigate the contents of his purse because I saw the purse, and I was just like, Bleh. It's just like survival gear inside of a Gucci purse. A like knife. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, here we have uh, some MREs and we have a knife. And in case we get lost in the woods, is my 
it's my survival Armani. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know bag stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just threw me off. It just threw me off. Have you ever been to Disney World? No, I've only, only been to land, Disneyland. Eh? They don't have an Epcot in the Disneyland, do they? No, I'm trying to get to Epcot. Hell yeah, Epcot's where it's at. Well, have you ever snuck? I don't know. See, I've never been to the land. I've been to the world, mm-hmm. and the world is a real hullabaloo. I mean, it is something. It's like it's like going into a, another country. I mean, they've got like guards and stuff. They check all your shit to see if you're bringing stuff in. Really? They really scan you. Go through like a metal. It's like TSA. To get really? Inside. Is it like that at the land? To get into Disneyland? Yeah. yeah. There's like a basic security entry thing that you have to go through. Have you ever yeah. smuggled drugs into the land of Disney? No, I normally go on drugs already. Right. That's what I do. I do the drugs I in show advance. up. <laughs> I show up fucked up, yeah. ready to play at the most happy place Well, like on the Earth. Magic Kingdom doesn't serve alcohol, which is annoying. That makes me go like, I'm not going. But you have to do like a, a day there. So you suffer through it, you know. No beer. <laughs> Epcot has tons of beer. So you're like, oh, at least I'll have beer. So you take some edibles, you go do some beer. But I've never had the bravery of sneaking weed. Now maybe with vapes I can do it, but I've never like snuck weed into Disney World, even though I've wanted to. My cousin's like, oh, we'll smoke out of an apple. We'll find an apple and then we'll smoke out of that. And I was like, I don't want to get caught. You know, they got cameras everywhere. It would be so embarrassing to get caught poking a hole in an apple so you could get high real quick. It has jail. The Disney World has jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to Disney jail for smoking weed out of an apple. Disney jail, not good. There's pedophiles in there, most likely. You got to expect. You're leaving Disney jail with a sore butt. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I'm getting raped in Disney jail. But there, there would be the you drudges of know. society. There's just some guy who was like caught licking the windows and shit. Like I don't know. Just a guy who's like fingering you, but he has like a Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> Not into. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, hey, I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate the thought of getting fingered by someone doing a Mickey Mouse voice in Disney jail. Huh? Is this the G spot? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we're really getting, making you uncomfortable today. <laughs> well, this gentleman tried to bring meth into Epcot. It says uh, this was from our one of our Roach Reporter nominees, the Justin Walter M. White. Uh, what you shouldn't pack on your Disney World vacation, your meth pipe and your meth. But that's what one man had in his possession when he was arrested outside Epcot last month. Uh, Martinez Rivera, 30, of Chicago, was caught with the items while going through the security screening. The meth was hidden inside a black sunglasses case that first attracted the attention of Disney security officers who saw what was believed to be a drug-related item. I'm sure people are trying to bring their blow into fucking Disney all the time, get get lit before they go, you know, take pictures with Goofy. The sheriff's deputy was called to the scene and observed a small plastic bag in what appeared to be a two or three grams of a white powdery substance in a sunglasses case, tested the substance using a presumptive uh, drug test kits, and the kit turned blue, indicating that the result is methamphetamine. Martinez Rivera also had a cracked glass pipe in his possession. The pipe, uh, the white substance, and the sunglasses case were all taken into evidence. He faces a uh, a bond of $2,000 for the felony meth charge and $200 for the paraphernalia misdemeanor charge. It did not list an attorney. Disney also sent Mr. Mar- uh, Mr. Rivera a trespass warning to ban him from all Walt Disney property. That's got to be the worst part. You think that also... 
I mean, you think Mickey's good without meth. Mickey on meth is a whole nother experience, oh, baby. Oh my God, you got to get goofy with goofy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on Pluto with Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Disney. Disney. I want to go to the world again someday. I haven't been in uh, 11 years. I want to go to the world. Yeah. Disney The implied. land seems dumb. I fucked with the land. I think That's I, you grew I up would there. soar at the world. Oh, the world. You would. Well, I think I'd be a different explode. person. Yeah, you might come back changed. Would you go as an adult with no children? Yes. Yes, I would. Yeah. I would. I would. Yeah, she's. Don't <laughs> tell people. Don't but yes, shame I would. me. I don't would. Shame go. me. I have done it. I mean, I've done it with like. I. My family has. We were. I know you have your timeshare dilemma coming up. Ugh. My family was once duped into a timeshare for Disney. They a timeshare for Disney? Yeah, the Disney uh, World Vacation Club. And what they did was, my parents, same thing. They were like, we got this whole trip to Hilton Head. And they took it. They and they had you. to go to a seminar. And in the seminar, my parents walked out with the timeshare. They did what you weren't supposed to do, which is buy it. I think you crack underneath the pressure. Is well, that what they happens? Cracked. They cracked hard. And they bought it. And it was in our family for decades. So I, one time... Uh, when I was 25, I went with my cousin and his kids, and I brought and I facilitated to the Disney timeshare. <laughs> I facilitated it all. And we had a great time. The liaison. Yeah, it was down in the world, down in old Orlando, you know, and we did the world. That was the last time I was there, 2011. Does your family still have the timeshare, the Disney timeshare? They do. Zippity doodah. I got to put that in my Hinge profile. Yeah, you do. Oh, uh, just Disney Vacation Club member. That's all. You want Mickey pancakes? <laughs> yeah, they have those. Come through. Come through. It's very magical. What else do you have in your little I have um, semen smuggled in potato chip bags. Oh, I love a semen terrorism story to end Ugh. 2022. And I do believe this one, not only a semen terrorism story, but an actual terrorism story yes. too. So continue. Yes. Palestinian terrorists have allegedly fathered children outside of prison by smuggling their sperm in potato chip bags, according to a report by the Palestinian Media Watch Oh my organization. Lord. Let's unpack that sentence for a moment. Okay, so the PMW, Palestinian Media Watch, they're saying men in jail are sending out their sperm in potato chip bags. How does the sperm live in a potato chip bag? I think sperm can live up. I have no idea. But How like, long can sperm live for? So you're saying for? to me, sperm can live any length of time where, like, say I spermed onto this table. <laughs> yeah, okay. We could then- We got splooge on, on the table. We got a little <laughs> yeah. splooge on this table. Yeah, a little splooge How on the table. How long can we go by and go like, well, let me have a little of this, and then you go like that, and then you have a baby? I don't know. That's, but that's my point. It's, I don't, I thought when it hit the air, the sperm turned into like, you know, in Little Mermaid when Ursula has the little um, souls in the jars? Yes, yes. I felt like that's what a sperm is. And then like, say you take them out of the jars and they're like, like, "Ah," you know, they melt away. I thought that was what sperm touches air. It dies. Well, also like. Imagine coming into a bag of chili cheese Fritos. Well, not only coming into the bag of chili cheese Fritos, imagine having to then extract the jizz from the bag of chili cheese Fritos, and then you put that in your such and such? Yes. yes. You're getting a little hot. You're getting hot Cheeto dust in your such and such, trying to make a baby with this terrorist? 
Listen to this. Oh, my. Her face has changed. One of the released terrorist prisoners, Rafit oh, something something, told the official <laughs> Palestinian Authority television that he fathered four children this way. And the bags of potato chips that are resaled are marked with, with the prisoner that the sperm corresponds to. The bag is also wrapped differently to indicate to the wives which one contains the sperm. This is like Middle Eastern basketball players. You know what I mean? Like... Basketball players, their sperm is coveted by the women. Ugh, this is sick. We smuggled out sperm through the canteen. The Palestinian prisoner gives his family five items in a bag. It's like going to a supermarket and you want to give your family something. A gift, candies, cookies, juice, honey, whatever you want. Jizz. We would emit the sample seconds before they would call our names and put it in bags, wrap them in a certain way, and mark them with the sperm inside it, mark it, and tie it with strings the way we had told the family during the previous visit, he continued. This is how you continue. 101 children were allegedly born this way. Oh, my Lord. So many. And like I said, this is a coveted. What country did it say it was from? Palestine. Palestine. Palestine, yeah. This is a country where, you know, they don't have professional athletes. So the top tier gentlemen, you know, you want some celebrity sperm, you go for the top terrorists. According to the internet, uh, sperm can live several days, even unfrozen. I don't like that at all. I like that. How do I kill (laughs) (laughs) That's good news. Why is that good news? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Um, um, If show me, love me, come on a Pringle for me. Come on a Pringle if if you're serious. <laughs> not in a not in a Pringle cylinder, just a Pringle. Come on, come on a Pringle and in a Pringle cylinder, so I know it's real, baby. I just don't understand how you then take it out of the chip bag. Like I get, I get like, oh, I came in the chip bag, and chip bags are like you know foil of some sort. They're like a mylar of some kind, right? They're yes, metal yes. or whatever. So like, I can see it like preserving it. Ugh. But then, like, do you get all the dust out of there? You got crumbs? That's what I'm talking about. It gets a little hanky at that point. Yep. And I know that, like I said, women in this country, they go to a professional athlete, they have sex with them, they're saving the condoms. You know, Drake had to, like, famously pour hot sauce into his condoms to murder his sperm. So I'm wondering, is that the most effective way? What is other ways that you can murder the sperm? Do you just step on it a bunch, you know? UV light? Okay. You can show up with a UV light in your pocket. Oh, it's for COVID. <laughs> yeah. I have this UV light for COVID. Well, that's interesting. If I, f- if I had sex with a man and then he pulled out a UV light and was running it through his u- the condom, I would be like, you're sick if you think I even want your babies, one, and two, get your UV light and keep it moving. Is there a threshold of human being that you would be like, hey, maybe get me that sperm out of the trash can? Like, is there anyone well, on the planet? Like, you can name a specific person. Whose semen I just straight up take? Yeah. Ryan Gosling's semen, please. Okay. You just... An open call for Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you roll up that condom like a doggy bag. You find it in the trash. Be like, I'm just going to save this. It lasts for several days, think, did you say? I don't think... Yeah. So, it, says, it says up to five days. 72 but that's the hour. outside. So you just, like, take it home and you go and... Kneeling? Eva Mendes is not going to be happy. <laughs> no, she won't. But I thought you would. I mean, if I could, there was. A, I always said, like, say I got to fuck Oprah. I'm trying to jizz up in there. It's, you know, she's old now, so it probably would fall on deaf ears, so to speak. But um, I would want to impregnate someone very wealthy, and then I'm lumped in. Yeah, but you got to share with Stedman. That's fine. Hey, Stedman, what's up, dog? 
No, not the fist pound with Stedman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up? What up, Stedman? How's What's your up? Ferrari? Mine's cool. Uh, Mama O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just... <gasps> I would be happy to be part of a cabal for Oprah. Oh, my God. Um, The thought of, like, opening a bag of talkies that someone has just jizzed into and then shooting it up myself is so dark yeah, that's and sad tough. that, like... No man like, comes to mind that you would do that for? No, especially not if he was in jail and coming into Frito-Lay bags. What if it was El Chapo and he had a bazillion dollars? Well, do I have access to this bazillion dollars? Well, yeah, that's once you make a baby in your body. <sighs> then you I got to the- be like, oh, your father is El Chapo. At some point, <laughs> at some point, we have to have daddy's the El Chapo conversation. <laughs> that's where I'm at. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm good true. on being the mommy of El Chapo's baby. Uh, little Chapito. <laughs> <laughs> oh sarah thank you for joining us and i hope my hinge profile is as good as you've deemed it it's great i guess don't sleep on josh's hinge profile i'm sleeping in the hinge profile <laughs> no siestas for me sleep, no siestas sleep, sleep. for Full anyone on depression sleep i should put that part in there the, the i have i should put in parentheses i have depression <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone once again where they can find you and where you will be and all of those. You can find me looking through Pringles cans for sperm. Um, You can find me at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter for show dates. You can find me at the Brea Improv tomorrow night. That's December 21st. Come out, support live comedy, co-headlining with Kim Congdon. And then patreon.com slash Sarah Wineshank for ad-free bonus content. And uh, what about you? That's it. Oh, what about me? Well, I'll be in uh, Buffalo this week, December 22nd and 23rd. Two shows, two nights. It's going to be a hell of a time. Make sure you go over to Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. Buy the tickets in the bio at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Tickets can be found there as well. And like I said, January 13th, my birthday. We'll be having a fun show here in Burbank at the Nightcap. Sarah will be there. Annie Letterman. Chase. It's going to be a hell of a... I'm going to add some more people, too, so I can do less time on my birthday. But nevertheless, it'll be a good time. I hope you join us for that, and I can't wait for the new year, friends. Next week, we will have the results of the Rochi Awards, so do join us for that. I love you so much. We will see you next Tuesday on the Josh Potter Show. Bye. It was so fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye.